0: Listening to the Space Tastic Mysteries podcast, last week we began Anna Line's new novel, The Light Years, where we are following a medical team on the Mobile Alliance Star Vessel Hospital, The Light Years, at the front lines of the Freedom Alliance Crimson Fleet War. This is episode 2 The Secrets Within. If you have not subscribed, do so now and if you are on YouTube, hit the bell to be notified of new episodes.
1: Six months. Okay. I know you can handle all this, but you are trying to figure out Josh's disease, this, raise a family, be a surgeon and command the light years. Let me handle this, help you on our case and be chief surgeon. I relented, searching his face, okay, but only because I am really tired. I have maybe gotten five hours sleep all week. You do understand that I may have to find your biological parents, right? You have always been so against it. I think I have a right not to want to meet people who abandoned me at six months old and then go on to have at least one son that, from all indications they raised. He was younger than me. You do not have all the facts. You have no idea what happened. I narrowed my eyes. I didn't end up in foster care at six months old. I didn't have to learn to fight at an early age to take on kids who bullied me. I imagined it all. I see. That is not what I said. You didn't have to. You made it abundantly clear with what you did say. I don't care the excuse. I don't care if it is an excellent excuse. I still grew up in a foster care system that was not kind to me. A foster care system that did not care about the children they were sworn to protect. That's why I couldn't allow my nephews to grow up in that environment. It is not their fault. Just like it wasn't mine. But, number, I don't care if you find them. That's up to you, but I don't want to meet them. What about our daughter? Doesn't Zariah get to meet them? First of all, you are acting like they are still alive. They might not be, and when Zariah is 18, she can decide for herself, but I do not want to meet them. That is my choice. I was in the hospital alone when I was 10 because I broke my skull. I almost died when I was 12 because I was hit by a car. I have been an adult for many years, and they have never tried to find me. Maybe they can't. Maybe they are being held captive like me. I asked with grave deliberation, are you sure? Are they being held in the same facility as you were? Is that why you are insistent that I see them? He shook his head and replied, no, but I think you should confront this part of your life, so that you can be whole, so you can know your history. I'm not whole because I do not know my parents. I am not saying any of that. Why are you being so sensitive? That isn't like you. I am not. I want to know why you are forcing this. You are just like everyone else in my life who thinks they are doing me a favor by trying to find my parents or my family. Donnie, I am trying to help you. Are you? Because people who know their parents say that. In the last decade, I had to endure five, count them five, sets of people who claim to be my parents because of the meddling people in my life. None of which turned out to be my parents. I don't want to meet them. That is my call. I think that you are never going to know who you are until you discover your history. Now, I am not whole, and I don't know who I am. I know who I am. I am a doctor, a commander, a mother, a federal agent, and I was a wife. To act like I am not whole because I don't know my parents is extremely rude and disrespectful, and that is what everyone in my life has done except my Clue Club sisters. That is a disrespectful thing to say, we are all trying to help you. I shook my head. You are trying to help yourselves, to ease all of your guilt for growing up with parents and living a charmed life. Please stop, I don't need your help nor do I require it. Donnie, Dad, stop, Zariah said as she came around the corner into the living room. Don't upset Mom, she doesn't want to know them and neither do I with grandparents like your parents, I don't need any more grandparents. I have enough trouble with the ones I have. Jake turned to Zariah. I know that you think you have to side with your mother on this one. I don't have to side with my mother because she has made it clear it is my decision. However, I am siding with my mother because it is my choice. She moved around the coffee table and sat in between Jake and me. She took my hand, squeezing it. I have seen people's good intentions almost pull this family apart. I am not going to be a party to that. I am on mom's side no matter what, and if you loved her so much as you've always claimed you need to be as well. Now, it is time for you to go. You've upset mom enough for one night. She turned to look at me. I think you need to get some sleep. Jake stood and moved toward the doors. To me, he asked, when does she live with me? Zariah insisted. I think you and I need to get to know each other again before I allow you to keep me overnight. Tomorrow is Saturday. I will meet you in the food court at 12.30 p.m. for lunch if you can get away. If you cannot, just let me know. The next day, I sat in the hidden laboratory behind my office. I studied the samples under my microscope on a long table with a dark green top. I really hate lying to him or to the kids, I started, speaking over the comm system, but I understand why I am doing it. I understand I must do it to keep you safe, but if he investigates this, he is going to discover the truth. He is relentless when he is on a case. I wrote down my observations on my Quan Pad, a handheld device that held the memory of an entire quantum computer, and moved another slide under the eye of the microscope. What is your relationship, a woman, who I knew to have my blondish brown, curly locks, my broad nose and heart-shaped face and light brown eyes inquired, to this man? My relationship to this man is complicated. We dated all through high school. It was like dating my best friend. We were engaged and got pregnant with our daughter Zariah. When she was four, we had a big fight and broke up and then we didn't have time to make up before he was captured. It was your intel that helped us bring him back. He wants me back but so much has happened. I jotted my notes and switched slides. Do you still love him? A gentleman who I knew to have thick grayish-black hair, a long oval face, an Anglican nose, a hint of a goatee and wore black-rimmed glasses asked in his baritone voice. I still love him, yes. Do I still have feelings for him? Yes. Does that mean I did not love Josh? No. I think if Jake and I were to try again, we would make it this time because we have had time apart. I learned who I am and grew up into the person I am supposed to be. I took a deep breath and admitted, he and I had an argument over me looking for you last night. Over the person who keeps threatening you, the woman prompted. Yes, I agreed, putting my hand up, but Graham knows about it. And has security around me and my family. I just wish we could have stopped the attack on the relay station that killed Adam and Aubrey. I didn't know until after it occurred. I know, and I do too, the man decided. It is hard losing a child. I could hear sadness in his voice. I just wish you could meet your other brother and sister, but we don't know where they are, if they are safe, and with the lies we are having to tell to keep us safe, I don't know what you would tell your family and Jake. Maybe Jake looking into this will help us find them. I don't know, but I do know this is not the only thing I am keeping from him, and he is going to find out soon enough what I am hiding once he sees my research on the disease that killed Josh. He is going to realize this is a race against time. That doesn't sound good, the man observed. Are you sure it is that bad? We are seeing this disease on several of the frontline vessels. Over my comlet, my company clerk advised. Major Dr. Riley is looking for you. I've got to go, I told them, disconnecting the communication. I pressed my thumb to the center of my calm lead and said, Lieutenant, walking out of the secret laboratory into my office, sitting in my desk chair, you can let him in. A few seconds later, in his black flight coveralls, he moved through the doors. He stood in front of my desk. He looked at the floor, then returned his eyes to mine. I'm sorry for pushing the, you finding your parents thing. I am going to let you handle all of this with the threat, but I need you to know I did what I did to keep us all safe. That isn't ominous at all, and what is it you did? Never mind because if tell me, I am guessing someone is going to get hurt. I frowned. Unfortunately, yes, and it is about the person who threatened you, I am guessing. It could be something related but not tied to it. However, if you have a few minutes, I have something to show you. I am off duty now, so what do you want to show me? Follow me, I said, stood and put my hand to the wall next to the desk. When the hidden doors appeared and opened, I stepped through, followed by Jake. He looked around. Wow, a hidden laboratory. Yes, when Grandma signed me to strictly solving medical cases, I asked him if we could make this addition. Plus, it is a great place to go when I need time away from people. However, that is not what I want to show you. I moved over to the microscope and my Quan pad next to it. That is the information I have gathered so far on this disease. I know that it was rare, and we had only seen a handful since Josh died until now. Jake scrolled through the information on my Quan pad and looked up at me. You said until now, it looks like we are seeing increased cases at the front. Do we know how it is spread? We have some idea, I also have some idea of how to slow down the process, for right now but I do not know how long that is going to last. How do you think it is spread? I think it is spread by being in close contact with a person who has the disease. Then it is amazing that you didn't catch it from Josh. How did you not catch it? Were you on two different vessels? No, we were on the same vessel. Then how did you manage not to catch it? Were you separated? On the outs? Did you protect yourself once you found out he had it? I put my hands over my eyes. When I opened them, I grabbed a mobile diene monitor and put it on my arm. Take a look for yourself. He looked at my readings, then at the slide-in microscope. He rose his eyes to meet mine. Donnie, you have the disease. How have you been able to stay alive for this long? I am guessing you contracted it from him. I put my finger to my lips, then whispered, you don't know about this. You didn't see these readings. But what if you are contagious? Is that why you didn't want me to kiss you? Because you didn't want me getting the disease? I am not contagious with the medications I am. If your husband has been dead two years, you've had this that long? Again, how have you stayed alive that long? From what I've seen in the research, Josh was the longest anyone lived with it. Six months, am I right? With a cocktail of drugs. I don't know how long that is going to work. I have been reverse engineering this disease. Graham will not let me stay on this case if he finds out I am affected. He rubbed the knots in his shoulders answering, I don't know. If we leave this in anyone else's hands, the children in my care other than Zariah are going to end up with Josh's parents. I wrinkled my nose. She makes your mother look like a kitten. She is in some cult and will raise the children in their ways. Who knows if she will take in Max and Zach. I cannot trust anyone but us to solve this. The other people who have this are using this cocktail of drugs with the same results. He put his hands up and turned around. He kept his back to me for a minute before he faced me again and sighed. Okay, but the moment we are in over our heads, I am telling Graham. I nodded. Okay, I have to admit I am impressed by the results you have gotten so far. You have a knack for this kind of work. He reached for me and pulled me closer to him. Originally, I was doing this because it was our assignment. I couldn't give a damn about your husband, but now, I am all in because I am not going to lose you again. Do you hear me? I will not lose you again. It's not an option. It is out of the question. I will do my best. I know you are also working on the person who is threatening me, so I have sent you all the footage. He brushed his lips against mine. I am sorry. I know I wasn't supposed to do that, but when I realized you have this disease that already killed people, I needed to be near you. I get that, but I also need you to know. There are things that I cannot tell you because I am keeping people safe. It's not because I do not trust you. It is because if you knew, you would be a target. I will let you in on them as soon as it is safe. I can help. You know that, so, for you not to bring me in, makes me worry. I am worried too, and you know I don't do worried. I am Superwoman. I think I can do it all. I glanced at the floor, then looked up. I got him killed, Josh. I thought I could find a cure. I brought in all the medical experts I know, but I couldn't save him. I can sense that you expected me to stay single until they found you, but
0: you have been listening to the Space Daystig Mysteries podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Anigail, you can go to Anigaelines.com. It's A-N-N-A-G-A-I-L-L-Y-N-E-S dot com. And there you can download the first book in the Space Space LVN series called The Last Chance Station for free. You can also buy her other science fiction books on the website, Amazon bn.com, Lulu and many other online outlets. Also sign up for the newsletter to keep updated as to what's going on in the world of the Annagale Lines podcast, her motivational podcast that helps women live significant lives and Space Static Mysteries podcast. Follow her on social media. Lady Annagale on TikTok, Annagale Lines on Twitter and Annagale Lines Artist on Instagram. Join her Facebook page at facebookcom Anigail. Thank you for listening and thank you for being you.